0: Well, hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. Thank you for listening to this episode of my podcast. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, who was and is and ever shall be. Today I want you to know that whatever your problem or challenge is in life, God has the answer that's what I want to talk about today God has the answer and I will be teaching from the sixth chapter of the gospel according to John I will be using the King James Version one of my teachers in grade school used to tell us that the smartest person is not the one who has all the answers but the one who knows where to go for the answers One thing I learned as a supervisor in the workforce was the importance of networking and having a good circle of subject matter experts. You see, as a leader, I don't have to know everything about everything. It's not even possible for me to know everything about everything. I just need to know how to tap the right resources for what I need. So it is in life. We don't have to have all the answers to life's challenges, but our faith must be in the one who does, and that is God and His Son. Sometimes during Jesus' public ministry, He tested His disciples' faith in Him. To see if it was where it needed to be. That point can be so clearly seen in the Gospel according to John chapter 6 that I will be ministering from. A multitude of people, over 5,000 in number, were so caught up in following Jesus that they followed him all the way to the wilderness. And while They were out there. They became hungry. So here's the question Jesus asked his disciple named Philip. In John chapter 6 and verse 5 he asked, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? In other words, where are we going to get food from to feed these people? Now three important points I want you to consider. One they were in the wilderness. Two, because the people had followed him all the way to the wilderness, they were hungry. And three, because they were in the wilderness, there was no place to buy food from. So why did Jesus really pose this question to Philip? According to verse six, he did that To prove Philip or to test him for the last part of verse 6 says for he himself that is Jesus knew what he would do so when Jesus asked the question where are we going to get food from to feed these people he was not asking that because he didn't know the answer he did that to test Philip you see Jesus was their mentor he was their teacher And if you are a teacher and you care about whether or not the people you teach are grasping what you are teaching, you have to test them to get the feedback. Now, if you don't care whether or not they are learning, you can bypass the assessments. But Jesus cared, so he tested Philip. So listen to Philip's response in verse 7. He said to Jesus, 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may take a little. Now, I don't know if they had 200 pennies or 200 denarii available. A denarius was equal to about 20 cents and it was the usual daily wage of a laborer. Philip estimated that 200 Would only buy enough for everyone to take just a little bit of food. Now, let me tell you, when Philip responded that way to Jesus, he failed the test. Remember, Jesus asked the question to test him. So, another one of the disciples took his chance at the question. That disciple was Andrew. Andrew said to Jesus in verse 9, There is a lad here which has five barley loaves and two small fishes. But what are they among so many? Now, let me just take a peek down to verse 10. According to that verse, the men alone out there in the wilderness numbered about 5,000. Obviously, a little boy's lunch just wasn't going to cut it. I believe that the way these guys, namely Philip and Andrew, answered Jesus, was disappointing to him. Throughout his ministry, they heard him teach about having faith in God. They had seen all the miracles he had done, and when he posed his question to them, they never even considered him so what did jesus do after philip and andrew had spoken he took the little boy's meal and with it they fed five thousand men and their family members as much as they could eat and according to verse 13 the leftovers were more than what they had started with whoa you see Philip and Andrew were looking for answers in all the wrong places as I said earlier we don't have to have all the answers to life's challenges but our faith must be in the one who does now I don't want that to come across as some religious cliche you know like man you just need to have faith in God sometimes we say that as if you just snap your fingers and everything turns out all right faith in God does not preclude us from having struggles in life or even experiencing failure some people are of the conviction that if you tried and you failed you must have not had faith in God listen You can have faith in God and still have disappointments in life. But our faith in God is supposed to make all the difference in our outlook on the situation. We don't have all the answers, but our faith is in the one who does. Our faith is no better than the object of our faith. Some people have faith in their money. But money has its limits. Some people have faith in themselves or in other people. But people have limits. That's why we must place our faith in God. In Mark chapter 9 and verse 23, Jesus says, All things are possible to him who believes. That is such a powerful truth we are only limited by our faith in god i'm not limited by the color of my skin i'm not limited by what side of the track i live on i'm not limited by my educational background now listen to me clearly i did not say that those things don't offer challenges of course they do But I'm saying that when my faith is in God, that I'm not limited by things like the things I just mentioned. Faith does not ignore reality. But when we place our faith in God, we are more moved by what we believe than by what we see. That brings us to the practical side of the gospel. The gospel only has value to those who come to hear it if when it is presented, it is practical. That means it must have some takeaway value to it so that people can plug it into their lives and benefit from it in terms of their relationship with God. So we ask ourselves, what are we trying to do to people who come and hear the gospel? Well, one of our ultimate challenges is to bring people to the point of believing what Jesus says in the verse that I just quoted. All things are possible to him who believes. So let's just revisit the situation that we started out with. In John chapter 6, Jesus asked Philip, where shall we buy bread from that these may eat? After all of the word he had pumped into Philip, and all Philip had seen Jesus do, Philip did not consider Jesus. We don't have to have the answers to all of life's problems, but our faith must be in the one who does. Think about it. Jesus took the five barley loaves of bread and the two small fish and gave thanks. Gave it to his disciples and they fed an army of people in the wilderness. Just think about what the Lord can do with the little that we have if we would just trust him with it. God is not limited by our circumstances or our resources. My friend, he's not even limited by the state of our economy, but he can supply all our needs according to his riches in glory. Hallelujah. Listen, whatever it is in your life that you need an answer to, I want you to trust God. He has the answer. And I want to thank you for joining me for this episode. As we talked about, God has the answer. Until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, May heaven's best be yours.